Welcome to The Double Life, I'm John Boostar, and this week we head down south to Mexico City and hang out with the elephant sensation. I speak with Juan Free and Electric John about their early influences, how rock and roll has played a huge role in the music that they play, and what their plans are for the future. Enjoy a conversation with a new, upcoming, and very exciting band with an international influence that is going to take over the globe one day. Enjoy my conversation and enjoy some of the tunes that brought this interview to fruition. I'm Electric John. I play guitar and do some vocals on the Elephant Sensation. Hi, I'm Juan Free. Uh, I play the bass for the Elephant Sensation. Is it um, you two? And there's is there another member of the band as well? Yes. Um, unfortunately, he cannot be here today because he's doing some work. Um, but he's here in spirit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Oscar Oscar Rancio. He's the drummer. Got yes. It. All right. Cool. All right. So let's, uh, I guess we can begin with, um, where are you guys originally? Are you guys from Mexico city? And is that where you guys, I guess, met and started making music? Yes. It all started, uh, back on 2010, uh, lo- lots of years ago. Um, we were studying music together here in, in Mexico city in a place called Fermata. And we were, uh, you know, classmates and we were talking about our influences and all the music that we wanted to do at, at that time. So Oscar and I um, started to practice some some jams and try to write something. And then Juan Frey came along and we started to, to play some shows. And, and yeah, basically that was it. Nice. Pretty much. Right on. And then early influences, I guess, um, I don't know, you guys are very like a rock and roll, but almost like, I don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong in saying this, but I think that it almost comes off as like a 70s type of like Americana rock and roll, you know? Is that something that was always a part of it or is that something that isn't necessarily your vision? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, uh, I... I think that the the three of us had like different influences. Uh, Oscar um, is is a guy that likes a lot of, of punk music. Uh, Juan Freit is um, all over Red Hot Chili Peppers and more funky stuff. But we all um, like join uh, minds in the sixties, seventies. Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, all that kind of music. Mm. I don't know if Juanfrey wants to talk more about it. No, yeah, uh, I was thinking that, yeah, yeah, you're totally right about the, like, the 70s, 60s influence. Yeah, I think that we all um, like a lot of Jimi Hendrix, and that's, like, for me, uh, at least, is, like, a very clear influence. So, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Cool. Did, um, I guess, with the... Music and sort of when you guys started making music, what was the music scene in Mexico City at that time? And how did that look? And what were kind of your introductions into the music scene? You want to answer that completely? Yeah, you go. go. I mean, I was thinking about the the first shows that we had. Um, 
Yeah, we play all around Mexico City, uh, and the scene was very like, uh, I think that the rock scene, it was more like punk at the time. Mm. Like, um, Mexico is, is, is like kind of a strange deal when, when it comes to, to indie music and, and, and new, new bands, because, um, For example, here in the in the in the city, there's like a bunch of venues that um, give places to to new bands that play rock and all that uh, kind of genres. But but the city is is more like um, uh, a, a pop city if you, if you want mm. to see it like 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 that. So uh, became like a different. Um, uh, Venture for for us to to find places to to play because we we were uh, not like a, like a typical rock band you know like we we had all that, all the influences from the 60s and 70s so a bunch of people is like oh this, this is like kind of old but new and at the at the time there there, there were like uh, different sounds so I I think uh, it it's always been like a rare city to, to play our, our music. I don't know if you, if you catch yeah, what I'm trying to say oh. here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what I'm picking up is that initially when you guys went into it, the, the scene and the music scene wasn't necessarily the type of music you guys were putting out. So it was more difficult for you guys to break through and get into those venues and those locations and become more of a, mainstream kind of band in Mexico city. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's also, um, because of our, our songs are in English. So for, yeah. a, for a Mexican band, it's kind of weird. Why did, uh, what was the decision making into that? Why did he prefer to do English over Spanish? I believe to, to, uh, first, first of all, because all the music that, that we love is, is in that language and um we feel like uh it's it's more uh good way to express what we're what, what we're trying to to say and and the other thing obviously is to be more international and to um, yeah i think that's it <laughs> oh that's that's good has it been something initially when you guys started out where the communities within Mexico city, were they, how are, how's their response to you guys making music in English? Do a lot of the people over there speak English or was it not that big of a deal? Or did you lose out on a lot of audience that you may have had because they don't speak English or they prefer Spanish? That, yeah. I think that there, there's a lot of bands that they're making music in English in Mexico. Um, most of, uh, I think that a lot of people speak it. So, um, It wasn't that, that big of a deal. We play with a lot of bands uh, in the scene that they were also making music in English, but we actually, we got like um, some producer in, in, in LA heard our music um, and invited us to record over there. And we went to this beautiful studio in Pasadena. Um, nice. Yeah, it's close to yeah. where I am. It's only like 30, 40 minutes away from where I live. Oh, great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a cool area, especially for, for the music uh, scene. Yeah. What was that? Uh, yeah. We make, uh -huh. I was just curious. What was that like when you guys finally got the, like to have some, a producer in LA reach out and want to record your music? Was that, you know, a really good experience? Was that exciting? And for sure, for sure. It yeah. was. Uh, Dante, Dante, that is uh, the the guy that uh, that Juanfer is talking about, was uh, also a, a classmate back there in in the music school. So, ah. so yeah, we met him in, in Mexico actually. Yeah, and then and he invited us like, to make the LA and, yeah, and I'm uh, and I had this deal with the with the Pi Studios that is called this place with Nels Jensen that is uh, like the house engineer there. Hmm. And he was like, um, uh, come along and crash on my couch and, and, and let's do some rehearsing and record. Yeah. And which album was that that you guys recorded? The one that you've heard. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, uh, that's a really... <laughs> well, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first album that our debut album actually that we released it like two months ago. I think it was like uh, uh, May 21, 21st. Yeah. yeah um, well, the album was recorded on, on 2012. Wow. So how long, yeah. why did it take so long to release it? Is that? I believe that we, we, we were not ready. Interesting. Okay. Did you all yeah. collectively think that or was there anyone in the band that felt like you should have released it? And was there any... I always thought that, that we should be but... Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, we took our time with the mixing process. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Wait, during that time, what did you, were you guys still making music and touring or anything? Or were you just sitting on an album and just hanging out? It was we were still doing music. We were still, make, we, we were still making music, different projects, different other songs. Uh, we keep we we kept busy. Yeah. What yeah. did it feel like to have an album just sitting there that you knew was basically you know you put your time and effort into it and it's just sitting there for seven eight years and no one listens to it. It was that weird. Uh, well, I, I, I listened to it a lot during that time. <laughs> right. But, but you me, couldn't like release like it. <laughs> Puffer was so jealous about it, so he he wanted to itself to to, to himself. Mm. <laughs> no, no, really. I mean, I'm joking. It needed like a proper release, like the one that we're doing right now. Um, we're like working on a, um, a video mm. for for the first single that is the song "Love Me Near," the second track on the album. Yeah, I love that song. It's my favorite one. Thank you. Right on, right on. <laughs> Does it, yeah. uh, when you go into making an album, do you have an idea which songs are going to be like the most popular or the singles or the ones that you think are going to resonate? Or when you release the album, are you surprised by the ones that people, you know, are the most enthusiastic about? Uh, there's, there's like different stages because um, you, you always know when you play live, what, what are the the songs that the people like, no? yeah. and you look at their heads, yeah, like, they're jamming along. So, but um, one fun fact is that Love Me Near, that, that we think was the, um, the strongest one, uh, was a, the one that we wrote at the, at the latest rehearsal, no? Yeah, like that, at last minute we came out with that last song. Minute. Yes. Oh, really? So yeah. that was a newer was song that came out recently. Yeah. yeah, we finished it like uh, the last days before going to the studio. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting that that's the one that most people uh, resonate with. Yeah. And do you guys all write the songs or is there one songwriter? Or do you guys all come together and make them? We all, we all, we all, we all do, do that. Um, I mean, uh, there's, there's times that uh, I came with an idea more more like a complete idea or of, of something, but we always uh, try to work out with the three minds and, and make it better. Yeah. Nice. So what is yeah. the, um, you guys said you released the album in May. What was the mindset going into that? I mean, this year being uh, very different with coronavirus and everything and not being able to tour yeah. or do the things that you normally would do. Why? Did you feel like it was the right time to release it? Whereas the previous album, you waited seven years and there wasn't a pandemic <laughs> happening. And now there is a pandemic. You need to release it in May, you know? So it's like, what went into that? And now you're going and starting potentially putting out a single and music videos and stuff. How does this year look? And do you just want to put out content regardless of what's happening? I believe that we all thought we we're going to die so bad. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, I mean, we were... Uh, Chatting, we, we, we have like a WhatsApp group and we were like, oh, bro, we should release this. Um, now is the time for the people to, to listen to this album and it's been so long. So, yeah, that was basically it. Nice. Has the uh, coronavirus affected you guys in Mexico City and, you know, your other members in Chile? Has that been something? Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, I feel it's, it's worldwide, so... There's no like live shows. There's no um, 
Yeah. Uh, there's not many people rehearsing because of the, the coronavirus and everything, but, but yeah, we are, I'm optimistic about the future that it's going to get, gets better. It's going to get better. And we're going to be able to, to go to a concert or a music festival, um, soon, I hope. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, whenever it's safe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 been tough. I mean, the um, studios here are are closed, and all the um, all the things that we normally do, like go to some rehearsal spot and play some gigs and all that, there's there's none. So, so it's been tough, and and we're we're trying to spend this this time to write a bunch of songs and to try to prepare one new album when we. Uh, uh, finally, can go out and, and play this album that is that that that, 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 that is out now. But um, I mean, it, it's it's been it's been tough. Yeah. Do you say it? Um, it's interesting. You say like recording spaces and studios and stuff, and those are all closed. In um, yeah. over here, at least, a lot of the music scene for younger musicians—not necessarily younger, but like maybe bands that are still trying to become bigger or whatever they do a lot of their own recording they do their own you know shows and different things like that has that been something you guys have considered like doing maybe some home recordings maybe setting up your own little like shows and venues and tours and stuff has that become maybe if like you know recording studios don't open up or companies aren't as supportive to you guys going out there and making music yes Wilfred has uh, his own studio there and I'm mm. trying to like build one of my own here, like a kind of a home studio because it's a it's a small place, so I, I cannot have drums or anything here. But uh, but yeah, we're we're trying to to figure that that out. Mm -hmm. But Juan is more comfortable with with that thing. <laughs> yeah, Juan, for you, has that been something that you have considered? Maybe you know, recording and making that band's album at your house. Yeah, for sure, it's it's something that I, that I do um, day, you know daily actually. Mm. Uh, I work with other musicians. I got like um, a studio. I put like a studio here in Santiago, Chile. Um, I record some singers, uh, um, bands, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we have been working. Some drummers record his part on his house with the proper micing, and he sent it to me, and we, we start building the song uh, like we are right now, through Zoom, through video calls and all that. So, yeah. Nice. Has it been something that you have, I don't know, has it always been something you've done? Like recording at home, it's something that you've done, but now has it become more in demand? Have bands come to you and ask you to record? Have you felt like you had more time to make songs at your house? And for both of you, just has it been easier to find the time to make music and write songs and different things like that? Yeah, I think that there, there is plenty of time right now to like write songs, but maybe the mood is not there. I mean, ah, interesting. Okay, because everyone is like thinking about uh, surviving, maybe financially mm. during all this pandemic. Many musicians are like uh, changing their like they're starting business, like uh, some like food or something like that so they can get like a proper income so there is time to write and all that but sometimes the there's some other stuff to do for the musician mm. but yeah we we are working on um, with other people like the video that we're gonna do right now um we're working on that. Juanma got the, like a, a good director for the for the song, and we're looking forward for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I the, just to compliment what Juanfrey uh, is saying, uh, I believe that the 
the big challenge now is to move all that we were doing uh, uh, to a digital way, you know? So we're, we're, we're trying to figure out how to do like uh, maybe streaming some shows and, and produce content for the, for the people that are liking our, our music. Yeah, no, it's good. I think um, a couple of things that you guys talked about that I want to touch on one, um, I guess sort of the emotions and the mindset that go into making music, you know, I think that was a really important thing that you said, you know, even if you have the time and the space and the equipment to make music, you might not mentally be there to make it, you know, and, I think that's a really important thing for musicians and that's a universal thing. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. That's something that's going to happen and be very real. Has that been something in the past that's hindered sort of the music that you guys have been making? Cause I know it has very, I don't know, not necessarily super positive, but you guys talk about love and different things like that, where if you aren't mentally in that situation, is it hard to make a song or like what goes into your guys' mentality of making music? Yeah, I I think that um, what is what is difficult now that we are uh, apart is that um, when we write music, uh, it's it's always been like being being together in that same space and talking about and laughing and all that stuff. So 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 that songs sound like that moment, you know. Mm. So it's turns like difficult to, to do it now because maybe I'm, I'm thinking positive and I have some good things happening in my life, but, but I'm not uh, physically with, with them. So uh, that's, that's uh, rare <laughs> for me hmm. because I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the one that, um, uh, that writes more, uh, most of the, of the lyrics. So the, the lyrics, um, right. That's like kind of weird, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like it, we need to be like together in a, in a rehearsal space. So, so the music uh, comes more easily. Yeah. Does it feel like it's less? But yeah, we're, uh-huh. I know. Continue. What were going to say? No. Yeah. That, that, we need to be together to like make the music that but we're very excited about the the, the album that is seeing the lights yeah <laughs> yeah we're very excited about that and you got all the good feelings in there <laughs> yeah no definitely but i think like also another thing you guys talked about um was sort of not necessarily just you know having the time to do it but also you know you guys being able to not necessarily be in the same space. Are you guys thinking about maybe, I don't know, is it something where you guys want to rent like a studio for a month and just sit down and make an album or what would be sort of the process if you guys were to come together and make something? Yeah. I, I think that the, that the things that are working out these days is like we, we have like a, like a weekly mean weekly meeting. If you want to see like, see it like, like that. And, uh, in some kind of uh, thing like Zoom or something, so I believe that that's that's the, that's the thing that is uh, like keeping us like um, talking and chatting and uh, um, making more normal. If you want to uh, uh, see it like like that, uh, and yeah, when when we when we uh, had the time to to get along and, and make some new album. I I think that that meetings help, but um, I don't know, Juan Frey. I, I I don't I don't I don't know if I'm a, like an old soul or something, but I don't I I don't I don't feel like the most comf- comfortable with uh, doing some at, at distance, you know. Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, we are waiting for like the pandemic to to pass and people could start playing shows and, and making festivals. Hopefully right. that's going to be soon. Yeah. I think another interesting thing you talked about was how musicians and artists and stuff are starting to get other jobs on the side in order to support the music yeah. and the creative ventures. That is, I mean, the name behind my podcast is a double life, right? It's about people that balance two <laughs> lives, balancing art, creative life, and the life that they have to support eating food and having a place to stay. 
Um, what does that look like for you guys? Do you think that, you know, do you currently have jobs on the side with your music or are you guys fully in the music? What's, what's happening with that whole situation? Yeah, uh, for me, uh, as I told to before, uh, I got the studio that I work with different musicians and we're still like doing some tracks um, on distance. We're still doing that, but uh, maybe sometimes it's not enough. So you gotta like find something on the side to, to get you going. Yeah. In my case, I start like a web design. Mm. I, I, I do web design for, for artists and for, for other kind of business. Um, yeah. Double life. Double life. There it is. Yeah. Yes. For, for me, um, I write for other projects also mm. here in the, in, in the city. I like to, to produce some things with a bunch of, um, studios that, that are here in, in the, in the city. Now, nowadays, obviously it's complicated to do that. But I do some uh, collaborations to to write some songs with other artists, and yes, I'm I'm also on the on the digital marketing side. So I help uh, other brands to do like uh, community manager stuff and all that. Nice. Okay. What yeah. is um, I guess what is the day to day life for you guys in Mexico City? I've never been to Mexico. I live, you know really close and it's something you know a ton of my friends are from Mexico I speak Spanish and everything and grew up in California but I've never actually been there what is what's that like if you want to give the listeners a good idea of what's going on over there and yeah it's, it's pretty cool it's pretty yeah. cool <laughs> um, before the pandemic uh, I mean it was <laughs> a lot of music scene mm. it's a big city yeah. it's like 40 millions um Maybe uh, it's a big city, so there's like a place for everyone. If you like certain kind of music, if you like rock, there's a couple spots. If you like electronic music, there's another spot. So there's a lot of, a lot of um, music and all kind of stuff going there. So I totally recommend it. It's a, it's a big city, so you have lots of stuff to do. We have some good food also. Um, that's good. one of the things that very good food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, tacos, uh, yeah, tacos and esquites and all that stuff that is marvelous here. <laughs> right. And I don't know. There's a bunch of museums. There's a bunch of nice people to hang out with. I mean, we're we're very warm. So if you if you come some someday, you will get to know some very good people. Nice man. That's that's awesome. Do you feel like hey, you guys have both, um, you guys were born and raised in Mexico City and your other band member as well, or is he from Chile originally? I, I am. I am born and raised here. Oscar also, and Juan Frey is the one that is from Chile. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I moved very young to Mexico. Well, 22 from his young man. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, th that's when I met these guys and we started making music. Till now. Yeah. You, no, it's cool. Perfect, like Mexican, Chilean. Yes. It, 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 it right. Yeah, I'm like a hybrid. I'm like a Chilean, but I speak like Mexican. So and <laughs> I, I, I live a couple of years in, in California. So I'm like from all, all around the world. Yeah, that's cool. Where in California did you um, stay? Yeah, I, I live in LA for a couple of years. Huh. Making you studying. I, I I got my education. <laughs> nice man, that's cool. Did you? Um, I was gonna also say you guys. You guys' English is all really good. Did you guys learn English from a young age? Isn't that sort of something that's just part of you know your upbringing? Thank you. Yes, uh, since I was a child, I've been learning English at the school, and also I have a family in the states in, in San Diego, so. That helped me a lot to practice my English. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, uh, like the elementary school for me was in, in English, all the classes. So, so yeah, I learned like a very young. Hmm. 
did it um I guess when you guys were growing up, what were the how did you guys get exposed to the early rock influences that kind of are the backbone of the music that you make? How did you hear about that? Was that something that was being played in Mexico City and all around? And is that how you guys found out about it? Or did you have to go and find it yourselves? For me, it 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 was like two things. One one of them was my my father is a, a rock fan, so mm. he played me the Rolling Stones and the Doors and all the kind of music that I love now. Yeah. And another like mentor for me was my my music teacher from uh, from primary school that he taught me to play Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton and all that school. So yeah. You know, I've been and I've been very lucky to to have all, all that music and and not to grow with reggaeton now. <laughs> mm. Same for you? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I was exposed to Jimi Hendrix uh, very young, and, and that was it for me. I mean, like, with music, then I started playing instruments. Uh, I even got my, my own tribute band for Jimi Hendrix <laughs> growing up. Growing up. Uh, but, yeah, but, yeah, there's a lot of... Um, Music in English in, in Chile as well. Sure. It's the radio. Mm. What about um, rock and roll bands from Mexico and I guess South America in general? Were there any bands like that that influenced you guys and, you know, made you want to, I guess, saw them as examples of where you wanted to go and they came from where you were from and all that? Were there also bands like that that influenced you? Of course. Uh, I, I like uh, a bunch of... of of Argentine rock like Spinetta and Charlie Garcia, all that guys I that has has been like a huge influence for for the economies that I that I like and, and I and I believe that that's that's the thing that that makes the this this project to have like a bunch of influence because it's not like you like we sound like something particularly mm. um but we have like a bunch of, 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 of things. Uh, I I love to hear also a um, bunch of pop music and and I don't know. I'm 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 very open to hear different sounds. So that's that's good. Yeah. Juanfer also no. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of, of good bands uh, around in Chile and also in Mexico City. There was like um like a band when we started to play that that was called Rising Sun that w that they played like the same kind of music uh, like like us so that was good because we shared some some venues and we started to open new spaces for the for the genre. Sure. What is the um, I don't know what is your guys's I guess goal with the music that you guys are making, what are some accomplishments that you want to, I don't know, see? Do you want to, you know, is it like a numbers thing? Do you want a certain amount of people to listen to your music? Do you want to tour certain countries? Do you want to, what does success look like for your guys' band and you guys individually as musicians? Um, yeah, that's, I, um, yeah. Go, go, go on, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, how does success looks or it's supposed to be for like uh, someone is, is like very subjective, but mm -hmm. I guess that we, 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 we want to tour, that would be awesome, worldwide tour, <laughs> or um, play the most venues that we can. Um, I remember we, we played the, the whiskey when, when we were recording the album. Nice. That yeah, was a nice, that was a nice experience, and we would like to go to different venues like that in all the countries that accept us. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Has that been a problem? Have countries not accepted you guys to come in and tour? I don't know. I think that there's some countries that they don't maybe they don't enjoy rock, rock music. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Just like in California or Mexico. Or, hmm. Yeah, I guess I that's know. true. Yeah. There'd be some places that wouldn't, but I think ultimately, do you guys see, 
I don't know. Have you grown up looking at shows like Coachella and stuff that were super iconic for people that you looked up to, you know, such as Jimi Hendrix and stuff and sort of, you know, made a very iconic situation. What would it be like to play a show like that? What would you guys do with the situation like Coachella or like that, you know? That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, all, all the huge festivals, definitely they are a uh, are goal for for us, like, uh, Coachella, the Austin City Limits, and also Glastonbury and England. Mm. I don't know. There's a bunch of, of um, stages that are, as as you say, like I, iconic. So um, hope we hope we get there someday. Yeah. What does the um, rest of this year look like for you guys? Are you guys are coming out with the music video pretty soon what does yeah. it, i guess it is pretty unpredictable right with everything you don't know what's going to happen yeah, so, yeah uh, the thing that, that we were working on lately is the, the uh music video for for love me near is our first single and and we're we're uh, uh, we're planning that Juanfre is uh, so close to get here to, to the city, so we're we're planning to do some like a live streaming show here together. Yeah, so there are like the most uh, the most in immediate plans for. for the yeah, show. we we want to release the video. We want to start uh, do rehearsals, maybe on, on through Zoom or other platform, and then we want to like uh, put new music. Put new music out, more videos. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I mean, streaming. yeah, it's like it's like kind of kind of kind of kind of weird because this this album is like old for us, but not for the people. So mm. we're thinking always in the new music, but right. the people are trying to get along with 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 this ride. So <laughs> yeah, has that been something where you guys? Because that is interesting, you know, because you have been. You recorded this album a while ago. You guys have been listening to these songs for years, but all of a sudden it's like the people that you release it to, they're hearing it for the first time. So has that been interesting to hear like, you know, the response and the feedback for songs that you guys made a long time ago? Of course. And, and, and also I think that, that it's been new for us too, you know, hmm. because there, uh, there are songs that we wrote a long time ago. So, so for us, it's like a new uh, see them in a in a new perspective, and and also hearing feedback for the uh, from the people that are listening to to them. Uh, it's 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 really great, and it and keeps us going. Yeah. Similar yeah. situation, Juan Free as well. Yeah, I mean, um, some people hear it for the first time, and. And it's great to hear what the their feedback. And uh, we're pretty excited that it has it has had a good response. Yeah. Um, Have you guys as a band? For that video. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys as a band grown a lot? I mean, since that period of time, if you do, you guys ever get like, I don't know, feedback or maybe even some criticism or something on a song, and you're like, well, I made that like seven years ago. You know, like we've grown as musicians since then. Is that a weird feeling? Because, I mean, to some people, it's like brand new, and they're like, hey, you know, that was cool, but you know, this could have been better. And right now, you guys have may have you guys improved a lot as musicians, I'm sure. So what's that like? Yes, of course. Um, of course, you 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 always you always uh, see the the albums and the and the songs that that, that you make like um, I don't know I'm 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 a super picky guy on that stuff so I I always I always think that uh, that solo uh, could be better or or something and one 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 of the things that I uh, that I do a lot these these quarantine days <laughs> is like I I put the the record on my stereo you know like super loud and I plug my guitar in and I start to jam along and, and see what I can do better uh, for the live shows. And mm. I don't know, it's interesting to, to see how I, I evolve as a, as a guitar player. Yes, definitely. Mm. But I love, I love that record. It has like some, 
like a raw vibe and uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like uh, a genuine album. I don't know how to, how to say it. it like, like uh, yeah, they just came out of, as a, uh, as three guys that wanted to do an album and playing and know nothing about uh, success and you know like I believe that's the that's the magic of the of the of the music that you don't know uh, where are you heading to but uh, if you put your heart into it it's magic yeah no that's 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 amazing I think like. You know, it's a true testament to you guys as musicians. I think over here in LA and California, you see a lot of people coming up in music that have, I don't know, in my opinion, the wrong intentions of going into music. You know, they want to get famous or they want to get rich, which has its, you know, its limitations. You know, you're not going to go into it and put your heart and soul into the stuff that you're making if your intentions are simply to become super rich and famous. But what I like about you guys is that you guys are very real and genuine and literally how you just spoke about how much you love the album right now <laughs> is a testament to how much, you know, the music means a lot to you guys. And I think that's awesome. And that's, you know, how music should be made and that's how artists should look at music. So I appreciate yeah. that. You know, that, you. That I, I, I think that, thank you uh, for your kind words. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, you know that, um, I think one one thing that uh, that has damaged—I don't know if I'm saying this right—but but yeah, damaged a lot of uh, of the new musicians coming to the scene now. Uh, it's the, all the social media, and I'm I, mm. and, and I am contradicting my myself to saying that because I, my side business is that, and I just told you that. But uh, all that kind of things that are. We should get more fo- more followers and more streams and all, all that all that stuff. It has turned to be uh, more like a competitive thing mm-hmm. uh, than a supportive thing for the for the bands, you know. And you and you see see it a lot with the with other projects that are looking for for collaborations or something like like that and. Uh, you, you don't have enough followers or you don't, you don't do that or, or to, I don't know, to book a festival, to book some venue. So that's bullshit for me, man, you know, uh, because it's, it's, it, it's always been about the music and this business is about music and the songs. So if the songs are good, if the music is good, there, there's no going wrong, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry about that. I get really passionate about it. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. I love that. No, it's amazing. And I think that's the that's the that's the difference. You know? That's the difference between people that in my opinion in my own way of you know, you said earlier, success is very subjective. My way of looking at success is through that lens. You know, it's through the people that are doing it with the intentions that you are doing it. You have that passion for it, you know. You can be a good musician and your intentions are to get rich and famous. I'm not going to have the same respect for you as a musician. And that's just like, the, like just me being honest about it, you know? And I think it's tough because I, I, I've grown up here and I've seen so many musicians being essentially created by record labels to go and uh, make money for them. But they're not happy people. They end up, you know, becoming, you know, addicted to drugs and alcohol and having depression and just these very destructive lives, you know, how has that looked like for you guys? Have you guys been able to stay pretty clear headed and positive and not have any like negative outside influences or has that been a struggle for you guys as well? Sometimes. I believe if, if, if you're like, like, um, like certain about your, your goal and your and your purpose in life. Uh, there's no like like um, there's no like uh, 
sorry that I'm thinking this a lot, but I'm thinking in Spanish and translating in English. So. Mm. <laughs> there, there's, there's no like, um, like things outside that can persuade that. No, uh, obviously being in a in a rock band and in Mexico City are a bunch of bands like the ones that, that you are talking about that that, that they're playing to be rock stars before they, they are. So mm. that, that's really dangerous for a band that's, that's new because you're limiting your creativity and your, and your way of, of making music and making art, you know, but, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm an angel. <laughs> I, 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 obviously not, but, uh, Yeah, there's there's always risks in the in the way, and uh, I don't know if if you are like uh, if you remember where you came from and all the things that you've been through to keep making music because it's a hard career and you're gonna be patient. You have to be patient and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you try to maintain your your yourself clear, you know. Hmm. And, and and yeah, also like uh, for complimenting what you were saying uh, about what it was like to to do that kind of music now. Obviously, it's it's, it's weird to 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 come along in in plenty 2020 with coronavirus and a psychedelic rock band. With someone, ah, here's a here's a new here's a new album. You know, it's it's like a not not the natural thing, no, but Uh, but um, I don't know. I, I what what I like about this this music and this project and, and this band is like uh, we we're always like breaking molds, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I yeah. answered your your question, but <laughs> no, yeah. I just want to say that. There are no wrong <laughs> answers. There's no right answers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it was the time to do it, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of excess in the music industry. So yeah, you gotta be careful, and uh, especially with the pandemic mood. So um, yeah, you gotta be careful and stay focused. Yeah, of course. When you guys speak about your genre of music, do you guys, you know? Do you want to be pigeonholed into a certain genre? Do you feel like you guys are psychedelic rock, you're hard rock, classic rock, or do you just prefer to be called musicians? Like it doesn't, you, do, you, do you like having a category? Do you like, because I mean, psychedelic rock isn't necessarily something that is in the mainstream like pop music. You right. know? So it's not something that people would be like, why would you start a psychedelic band in 2020? But to me, I don't necessarily get like, oh, it's specifically just psychedelic rock. You know, I just think of it as like rock music, whether it's yeah. psychedelic or whatever. So, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, some songs they are like more into the psychedelic rock in the album. Uh, so there's a straight blues, uh, one of the tracks. Uh, So yeah, I would say the more is more like rock music. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that we always like trying to make music that is a little bit uh, um, on that kind of subgenre that it will be psychedelic. Like we're trying to make like uh, riffs that sounds mm. maybe um, more abstract or it's it's uh, the elephant sensation, bro. Yeah, no, that's great. That's the best way to describe it, right? It's like yeah, yeah. an sensation. If you guys were to market your brand, is that something that you guys have to do to, I guess, as musicians, do you have to go and find labels and try to get signed? And how does that look? You know, is that similar to how it is over here as far as that's the way? Or is it becoming a little different? Like over here, like I was saying earlier, people can make their own songs and their own albums and release it on their own and become successful on their own without, you know, the need to get signed to a major label like it was in the past. Is that right. how it is in Mexico City or is it still sort of where you basically have to get signed in onto a label to be taken seriously? Honestly, I don't think 
that any record label label here in Mexico was ever gonna sign a, a, a rock band like us. <laughs> mm, interesting. <laughs> like, Why? You know, you know, uh, here here is like um, the the genre that, that is like leading now is it's uh, reggaeton and like dance music oh, kind of thing, rap. Yeah, Ooh, so I don't, I don't, I don't see, and I mean, and 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 I have friends and some record labels, but I I don't, I don't, I don't see that kind of people signing a uh, 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 like us. If we if we wanted to to do that, I I would be more interested to to do that in 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 some other country that in that is not it's not Mexico. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean you can you can do things on on your own. Basically, that's what we've been doing lately. So it it has to be wrong for us. And here in in the in the city, we also played some good venues, and and we started to get some good re, uh, response about it. So I believe that we're we're not the we're we're not there yet. I mean, uh, because doing that with a with a label, it, it, it comes with all a bunch of um, like do's and don'ts, and yeah. and I believe for the for the kind of music that that we do and 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 we love we're not just there yet you know mm. yeah i mean as you were saying right now 2020 people are doing their own records and release them by by themselves they're putting the marketing they're ma they're making the content the images and the distribution by themselves so i think that it's going to be something that is, is going to be like more common for bands uh, worldwide, yeah, yeah. One, one, one of the of the, I mean, the the big difference that you have if you are with with a label, obviously, is money. You know, uh, or promotion for getting stuff that uh, are more complicated to to reach if you're uh, if you're an um, an indie band. But but, mm -hmm. um, but we're getting through very very well. Yeah. I think <laughs> totally. Right. Yeah. I was also curious you guys talk about uh, like reggaeton music and I mean musicians like Jay Balvin I don't know if I'm saying his name right but he has become such a massive person right and is kind of yeah. taking off internationally has that type of music even though it isn't necessarily the type of music you guys make has that had a positive influence in like the music that you guys are making because it's making putting more of a spotlight on the region in which you guys make music and putting it more on a global like spotlight or has it been a negative thing in the sense that you feel like people think that's the only kind of music you guys make? No, no I think that there is, um, I think that there, there is music for everyone. Maybe now is, that could be the mainstream, the urban music, J Balvin kind of stuff. Uh, but, but there's, there, I think that there's a scene, um, audience for most musical tastes. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what? What I respect a lot, and 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 I'm and I'm and I'm probably being misunderstood what I'm saying uh, with the reggaeton and speaking about that, comparing to our music. That that's just uh, to to like uh, set a. Uh, like status of, of the music here, but no, what I what I respect a lot about that genre and people like Jake Balvin is that there are people that started that genre like 10 years ago or something, maybe more. Like 2004, I think. Yeah, and they started to collaborate between each other and put out music and and being persistent, you know. So so what 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 they are now is like the result of doing all, all yeah. that. So obviously that's a positive thing for not just the, the music that we do, but for all the music. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I think that's a good way of looking at it. It is positive, yeah. right? Cause it is collectively something that is ultimately benefiting. Cause like you said, he has been doing it forever and you know, the people within that genre have been doing it for a long time and working hard to it. So it goes back to what we were talking about as far as, 
the purpose behind making music in the first place, right? Like you're not going to make music for 15 years and fail and, you know, keep trying if it's something that you're not fully passionate about. Of course. That's it. That's it. Does that look like for you guys, how long, I don't know, this is always a odd question to ask and it may not be perceived the best way, but if it was to become something where, how long are you guys wanting to make music, even if it doesn't necessarily bring in a ton of money or bring in a ton of like success per se? Are you guys going to continue to make music and continue to share your art with the world? Sure. I, on my side, I, yeah. No, sorry, 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 bro. Go on. No, I, mean, uh, I, I was going to say that on my side, yeah, I keep doing music, even if it doesn't bring a lot of money or fame. Uh, I feel like, as you were saying before, uh, we're musicians, and that's what we do um, till we're, we retire or something like that. But for me, yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep doing music. Yeah, uh, and on on my side, uh, I would like to say is that I I believe that these times where we're going through, you know, all the world that has shown to shown to us that there's no wrong time to do the things that that you love, and you have to spend the the time making what you really like, not and not wasting time in stuff that doesn't matter to you. So. So yeah, we we're going to make music as long as we can and and the apocalypse. The apocalypse. <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that, man. I wanna keep hearing you guys' music and I'm excited for the music video to come out. I'm excited for, you know, future yeah. albums and you know, I can't wait till you guys come and uh tour in California. I'm gonna come to your show and we're gonna like hang out. That'll be cool. And um so I'm excited yeah, for true. that. Uh, we're sort of towards the end of the interview. Do you guys have any last minute like stuff you want to say? Uh, if you have any dates coming up, like your music video when that's coming out, or if you're doing any live streams, and then I guess lastly, just where people can listen to your music and find you guys. Uh, no, there's 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 not like a schedule right right now because we're cooking up some some things, but uh, uh, keep keep. Uh, keep uh, staring at our social media, our Instagram, and we're uh, we, we're we're going to be doing some lives and uh, chatting more about the stuff that we do and the videos coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, uh, keep safe during yeah, this more. these times. Um, yeah, well, you can listen to our music. We're on YouTube. We're on all the uh, a lot of platforms like Spotify. You can find us. We are on Bandcamp where you can download our our full album for free. Yeah. Um, uh, we are on Instagram as Elephant Sensation. You can find us there and. You will have uh, the link to all our music. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're looking forward for the next releases. Oh, yeah. Me too. That's amazing. The Instagram handle is T H E E L E P H A N T Sensation S E N S A T I O N. And then your uh, newest album, or at least the album that. I guess was the most recent one is the elephant sensation and beautiful colors, correct? Right. Yeah, correct. And beautiful colors. Yes. Right on. So that's the one that came out recently, and that's where you will find "Love Me Near," which is where the new music video will be coming out. This episode probably won't be coming out for a couple of weeks, so hopefully, maybe by then, you know, uh, something will be coming out. But listen to the album; it's amazing. And find yeah, the elephant sensation on Instagram. Follow them, and then. Yeah, more cool stuff coming up. But thank you guys. I appreciate you sitting down and chatting with me. Thank you. And just to, to say uh, one last thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an album um, uh, to be heard all at once. So mm. find some time to do it and jam along with us. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's how albums used to be. And that's how albums should be. Right. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for for the invite. Um, yeah, hear, hear the music. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Double Life. Head to thedoublelifepod.com for more information and go follow The Elephant Sensation. Listen to their newest album, The Elephant Sensation and Beautiful Colors, which is available wherever you get your music. This is the newest song, or my favorite song, Love Me Near, off of that album. I'm going to let that play out for a little bit, and we'll see you guys next time. Adios. Adios.